You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, what's going on? Derek, I'm drinking wine. It's a great night, and I'm officially on vacation, so let's dive into it. I'm on vacation. On vacation. (laughs) Christmas vacation. So we we traveled down to Hamburg, and let's start with introductions, and then we'll we'll jump right into your incredible transformation of the building, um, and then all the other fun stuff, including a cartoon. Uh, So what's going on? So my name's Ann McIntosh. I'm a co-owner of Alchemy Wine and Beer. Nicole Castle, also co-owner. So how'd you guys meet? Mm-hmm. Starting uh, from basics. Oh, God. Uh, we've known each other, what, 13, 14 yeah. years? Yeah. Yep. Um, her sister, now sister-in-law, is uh, m- one of my best friends, middle school, high school. So we met through her. Oh, cool. In Orchard Park. And now she's married to my best friend's husband, or my best friend's brother. Nice. Small world. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So we used to hang out on the weekends here and there and um, party a lot. And travel. (laughs) Yeah. We met in Canada. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We met up in cottage country. Like two hours north of Toronto. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We like to travel. And you found (laughs) out that you were both from Buffalo in a different country? Well, we went to a cottage no, with all mutual friends. Oh, okay, okay. We were all... And it just meet in we, Toronto. Like, oh, you're from Buffalo? Yeah. It's weird. It, it happens. <laughs> so, speaking of traveling, so outside of Canada, where else have you both been? Because there's a, quite an extensive list. We like to travel together, mm-hmm. so... That's awesome. Yeah, that's actually... Um, well, Nicole, you should probably talk about studying abroad in Italy. Yeah, that was one of my, well, that was my first experience with international travel. I lived in Florence during college. Uh, my bachelor's degree is actually in Italian, um, which is very random. But uh, so that's what brought me there. Um, so I t- did a semester there, um, fell in love with Europe and travel, really only traveled in Italy. During that whole semester, I didn't do the whole Euro trip thing. Okay. Um, tried to just do the whole country since I was there to study the language. Mm-hmm. So I really wanted to go as deep as I could. So did you want to be a teacher or something? Is that what? No. Okay. Just I honestly had no plan as to why I did that. <laughs> was that local? <laughs> um, you studied? Was that local? That you st- okay. Yeah. University of Buffalo. Um, international business mm-hmm. and Italian, a double major. Um, so yeah, Italy was my first love with travel. Wow. Loved Italy so much. Um, but yeah, then have since gone back to Europe 
a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, Spain, honeymooned in Brazil. Which that we one should was talk cool. about. Um, I mean, cool with an that asterisk. Was amazing. <laughs> yeah. There was some craziness that went down in Brazil. I have no photos to show for it. Yeah. There was a little, yeah. Our last night in Salvador, which is like this really one of the oldest cities in South America, uh, I got robbed on the street while dancing. Yeah. On they your do honeymoon. The, they do these really cool like drum concerts in the streets of Brazil. Like all the bars like spill out on the streets. It's kind of like carnival like that. Yeah. But like all the time. Like wow. the bars, like they just set up plastic tables and plastic chairs okay. in the streets every single night. So like no restaurant has any like boundaries. Wow. Um, and then they play like concerts. It's very relaxed. And we were feeling very brave since we had survived almost two weeks in Brazil at this point, backpacking. We were like going along the coast. So we thought our last night I convinced my husband to go into the city, into a very large city, um, and go see this drum concert. We did not belong. (laughs) It was not a safe area. But we were having fun, and I was distracted by the drums, and yeah, a guy ran up to me, stole my purse. Did he, like, hit you on the shoulder? Oh, and then, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I ran after him into the, uh, into, I guess, what would be considered the slums. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's um, super safe. And a, a woman was screaming at me in Portuguese uh, to, stop. to stop, or else I would um, get kidnapped. So I stopped. Right. So I've also been there, and I also warned her about this before she went. I was also robbed in the same place. No oh, kidding. Oh, yeah, same city. So, same city. Same city. Salvador. And I told her all of this mm-hmm. before she went. But mm-hmm. Yeah, I studied, I studied abroad no, uh, in college. I went to Fredonia. U.S.-Brazil foreign relations was what we were studying. And I, st- I was there for like a month, and I... Uh, we were walking down the street, and uh, we were in a, in a row, and somebody broke a Coke bottle, glass, and the last person in the, ro- in, in, in the line, they held it up to his throat and ripped off his necklace and then ran off. Gee, okay, so I'm never going there? Oh, no, come on. You know, just just practice self-defense for a couple <laughs> years. Get, yeah. your, get your confidence up, and then go down there and be like, let's go. Yeah, bring and, it. And then try like, to rob me. I was like almost out of money, and there was only one ATM in the entire city, city? right, mm-hmm. right in there the center. Mm-hmm. And it was before like everyone knew about the magnet, like the, the card strips. reader strips. Mm-hmm. And all of us, all these college kids, um, got lost all of our money. It was like our second last day. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. So someone's parent like worked for M and T Bank, which most of the kids had mm-hmm. their cards through, and um put money on the kid's card and he paid for us to get home from like just like food in the airport and stuff that is crazy wow you know but these are perfect examples of why travel builds grit (laughs) 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 which i'm a firm believer in um i mean not like anybody wants to get robbed but i I love traveling it builds character yeah absolutely i would still go back to brazil even after that experience just not salvador so outside of brazil and italy (laughs) and canada uh where else like within Um, europe or costa rica okay most beautiful place ever. Mm-hmm. Um, My family's from Laos in Southeast Asia, Laos. next to Vietnam, Cambodia, Thailand. Um, so my husband and I were married there. Uh, we had a traditional Buddhist wedding. Neither of us are Buddhist. I'm Presbyterian. He's Catholic. So that was that was cool. Um, oh, full garb. <laughs> full. It was amazing. The pictures are amazing. Yeah. No yeah, kidding. Yeah. So yeah. we did that. Yeah. Thailand. Um, I don't know, and lots in the U.S. too. Norway. California. Our last trip together was California. We did Napa, Sonoma, which um, brings us perfectly into our next segment too, because you're both level one sommeliers. So, did you do that when you were in California, no. or did you just wake up one day and you're like, "We're basic. We love our wine. So, <laughs> why don't we take a course?" Um, we did it in preparation for this business. We did do it very nonchalant, like. Yeah. Very yeah. randomly like that. But okay. we, we, so, no, we, <laughs> we said we're going to, we decided to open the business first, first 
And yeah. then Nicole was like, do That's you us. think we should <laughs> know what we're doing? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think we should know how to buy wine? Yeah, absolutely. That's 100% what us That's what she said. She's like, we need to be educated buyers. I'm like, yeah. Sure. Yeah. And then it was the hardest test of my entire life. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty ever. intense. So what does that entail? How do you become the level one sommelier? Um, you buy the book. Yeah. Okay. We hired a, we hired a consultant. To teach um, us. To teach us. Okay. Who was also our distributor. Okay. Um, and you buy the book. And she said, we're buying this book and we're going to drink our way through the book. Yeah. So every Wednesday after work, we both worked downtown at the time, we would go to her house and drink for our... four months? Four months. At least. And yeah. drink our way through the book, doing 30... Our, our max, where we tap out, is 37. We did 37 wines, because 40, I would have put me over the edge. <laughs> we did 37 wines every Wednesday till we drank our entire way through so, the book. To become that, do you have to you have to try every wine? Um, well, the level one is more it's more like breadth and depth. Okay. So, you, which I think is a little harder because mm-hmm. you have to know the whole world. Right. It's not just a dive into like France or. But they don't US. like make you taste it and say what is this. Sure. It's no. more like you have to just know all the different kinds and varieties of wine. So, do they give you or are you tasked to like try one and then this is the type of notes that you should be picking up or is that not level one you do tasting you do three reds three whites um but it the level one is a written test gotcha 80 Uh, questions i believe yeah and i think you could only get 10 wrong not even yeah my i already have anxiety 10 so you had 37 uh wines Uh each wednesday in a tasting Mm -hmm. in a tasting one tasting so then what did you do throughout the the coming days did you just give it to friends and family were no. you like please help me drink this no. or did you crush the bottle well that's our <laughs> that is the most Fredonia thing I've heard about <laughs> yes we would drink we would drink a lot but our so she was uh, the person who taught us was a distributor so she had access to sample bottles tons of sample bottles oh. but we did take them home we, she would let us take anything that we wanted to revisit how big is the sample bottle oh it's a Normal. full bottle listen <laughs> I would be so bloated. I would just be running around, plush skin. I'm like, going to have to go get the book and show you the picture. Please. It's right there. Oh, of all the bottles. Yes. Of the yeah. biggest bottles. Yeah, yeah. You're back. So she, our um, consultant, her name is Kelsey. She's awesome. She's uh, a dear friend. She had to teach us how to spit wine. Now, one would think that's a pretty simple concept. Like, Right, but it's not. Taste the wine and spit it out. Don't drink it. She would literally yell at us. It's a normal night. Not to drink it. Oh, my god! Because we didn't know how to do it. Put that to the camera. That's insane. We didn't know how to do it. So you didn't know how to... Taste. Just to taste. Without drinking. That is insane. Okay. So, so what what are the common mishaps that happen? You always keep like a sixteenth of what you put in your yeah, mouth to or swallow. Yeah, you just swallow it because that's how you're used to drinking right. alcohol. Right? Okay. So we'd have you'd have to spit it into a spit bucket that becomes really disgusting. Oh, I'm sure. That should be some yeah. Yeah. Someone should have to drink that. Yeah. <laughs> Again, the most Fredonia thing. Yeah, ever. very Fredonia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's jungle juice. Whoever messes up the most bills at the end of the night has to drink it there you go there you go so you pass the test it's a massive achievement you're now educated buyers yeah your tutor is also your distributor Mm -hmm. and you're like next steps and she's like what do you want and then you're basically flooded with too many options because now you actually know what you could do and could buy so what does that lead to um the next step is basically finding a brick and mortar for the storefront no, so we already had the idea, did all this, found all this, and we were halfway down the path when Nikki suggested we be, oh, okay, get educated. Gotcha. So. so what was the process to find this specific space? So you're, you're from Orchard Park, and then you're from Hamburg, mm-hmm. and you both wanted to reinvest in the area, essentially. Yeah, so actually, we were so close to um, buying the space on Niagara Street um, across from Community Beer Works. Okay. There's a... There's a building on the river. We were close. Mm -hmm. But then... Just didn't feel right. Yeah. So how did that process... What was that conversation like before you even bought the place? Where you're like, you would just want to go in this together? How did that business partnership form? (laughs) Well, um, we came up with the idea drunk at a wine bar in New Orleans. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, It's like... (laughs) 
<laughs> when you're drinking with your friends and you come up with all the stupid things you're going to do the next day. Like, mm-hmm. let's go skinny dipping in the lake or let's go skydiving. Then no one actually shows up the next morning. Mm-hmm. Like, but we actually I did for both of those. We actually followed through. <laughs> <laughs> we actually did uh, what we said we were going to do yeah. in the park. That's yeah. hysterical. So you both went to the same parking lot and you're like, wait, we're for real? <laughs> like, I didn't actually think you would yeah. show up. And we're like, okay, let's we do were, this. We went to this wine bar in New Orleans. It's seriously life-changing and we tried to recreate it and it, I, I hope we did justice, but we never will because it's so awesome. That's the original. I mean, I wish we could say this was our idea, but we were just inspired by this other place. But when we, I, I mean, we drank for like, like six hours there. Like, eight of us girls and you know we're just like this would be such a good we need to bring this to Buffalo it would be so cool we need to bring this to Buffalo mm-hmm. and then on the plane home from a bachelorette party no voice totally dying I'm like Nicole we're really doing this she's like okay a couple months later I called her I'm like so I've really been thinking about it I pulled all the numbers I can't afford to do it on my own so do you want to do this with me yeah yeah you invited me to lunch. And your husband. With our husband, mm-hmm. yeah. Because when you start a business together, you're basically getting married. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to be clear, this is our business. Right. Two females. Our husbands don't own it. No. It's just we that. just needed them to be okay with it. Yeah. Everybody asks. They think it's so frustrating. But sure. they all think that uh, like our husbands own it or we all own it. But it's just us two. That's that is amazing. a very inspiring story. They just allow us. And there's so many similarities right now. <laughs> there's way too many similarities. <laughs> so moving forward, um, I, I've lost my train of thought. We're, it's basically the exact same thing. Like, we're getting the support from the back, but they're like, they don't even know the half. So it's like, just leave us alone. Like, we're crushing this. It's our thing. It's going to be our thing. We're married. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we get it. It's funny, like, when my husband's sitting at the bar, people will come up to him and shake his hand and say, you did such a good job. And great job on this and he always gives the credit he's like this isn't my place this is my wife's place that's amazing good for him yeah Yeah, they're involved I mean super of course they I mean you couldn't be (laughs) right when you run a business a spouse has to be involved um in the build out Anne's husband was we wouldn't have been able to do it without him okay um he does construction we drew this uh he drew this on a piece of paper on my kitchen table Mm -hmm. So, wow. so what element? Obviously, you had a vision, you had inspiration. So, what elements did you bring from New Orleans to Buffalo, and then kind of bring back into the life? Because there's a lot of, in the brewing world, there's a lot of aspects like that with beer gardens that happened downstate, and then came back here. Um, similar to hashtag not a sponsor Hartman's, mm-hmm. he had the same thing downstate, where he's like, there's elements here that are happening in downstate that have to be in Buffalo as well. So let's just bring them back because it'll keep Buffalo in the up and up and in the know and it kind of like in that cool atmosphere of what's actually going on outside of Buffalo because there's a lot of people that don't know. Right. So what what did you bring back? I'd say first and foremost is that like jazzy, fun, just fun atmosphere. Yeah. Um, we built that balcony above you and um, on Fridays we have bands, full bands, four piece, five piece, six piece, seven piece, drums, sax, brass, play up there and just like in New Orleans. Um, where they have balconies everywhere. It's just like a big oh, party. Sweet. So that music atmosphere is kind of what we were. Mm-hmm. It was going loud for. as shit. <laughs> <laughs> was it really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, the ceiling is off yeah. brass. quite a bit. Okay. Yeah, brass fans. Yeah. Um, but fun. I mean, yeah. we're not, uh, I think we brought, we, we took the traditional, what you think of a wine bar and tipped it on its head. Like, it's supposed to just be a fun atmosphere casual no table service grab a bottle mm-hmm. yourself yeah so what how do, what's and the flow like what is this like so for someone who's never been here you walk in you're like i've arrived yeah and what like what actually happens <laughs> everyone stands there paralyzed in fear <laughs> and looks around because everyone's just like not acting like they should be in a wine bar because it's just it's not that vibe it's a party it's a party right so um you just you get to pick your own bottles and pick your own beer off the wall in the coolers. Grab it yourself and go check out. It's like a store. Like, yeah. bring it up, cash out. They'll give you some glasses. Go take it back to your table yourself. Mm-hmm. No servers. 
listen, we're not doing, there's too much overhead there. Just walk in. You're a grown adult. <laughs> right. Handle able, your business. Exactly. what you want and go exactly. sit down. And half and the it. fun is looking at the bottles, looking mm-hmm. at the labels, yeah. browsing with your friends, looking at all the different craft beers, whatever's out for the season. Like, that's part of it. And we also function as in the sense of a regular bar, too. You can, of course, go up to the bar, get a glass of wine, glass of beer, if you don't want an entire bottle. So it functions just like a regular bar in that sense. So we talked about there's no servers. So what type of employees do you have here? Are you two here all the time? No. No? no? Okay. Bartender. Okay. Bartenders. Bartenders, floor runners to help. How many employees? Clearing. Um, we have 10. 10. Because you also have a menu with foods. So what kinds of foods? So our number one seller and what we're probably most known for is our charcuterie boards. That's what I'm talking about. We know how to say it. Charcuterie. Charcuterie. That's right. Or (laughs) charducerie. So that's our number one seller. Three cheeses, two meats, crackers, pickles, wine. wine. It's great. Yeah, what else do you need? And live music. (laughs) And then you also offer... There's like smaller sandwiches, I believe, right? Yeah, it's like, changed throughout this, you know, throughout the time we've been open. You know, things like New Orleans shrimp, um, different types of dips, hummuses, small plates, all shareable type small plates, mm-hmm. um, stuff. Yeah, casual so stuff. I don't want to exclude any male listeners, but like, or or this could bring more in. Like, eighty percent of our audience, our audience, our customers are women. Okay. A lot of them single. A lot of them recently divorced. (laughs) This is the second time we've heard this in like a week. It's like a wine bar thing. (laughs) Yeah. Lots and lots of women in here. With their girlfriends drinking wine, bitching about their husbands, boyfriends. Yeah, doing the thing. Having charcuterie, having oysters. Oysters is another huge thing, food-wise. So where do you source everything? So um, building out, getting everything in. Like my first thought is like, I need a shelf. I'm going to go to Etsy or Home Goods or Hobby Lobby. But like when it, you're building a business, you can't just do that. So did you link up with local people where you're like, can you make me this? Like Quaker Mill and OP. Like I need some wood. Like do you go there? It was crazy. Um, yes, we, we did go there. Okay. But all but, of this is Amish. Yeah, we oh, actually okay. did business awesome. with the Amish via letter. You have to and, write them letters. And, and pay, pay phone. So letters and pay phones, mm-hmm. were there wax seals involved? I feel like that's something that would <laughs> the happen. The one time he, the, the guy wrote back, please bring me a Tim Hortons iced cappuccino. That's amazing. When you come visit next time. That is so cool. Yeah, yeah. so they give you like an hour window in which they're going to call from the pay phone because they don't yeah. have phones. Right. It was very so, hard. Or you business. have to put your order through via letter because our guy lived in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. So how did you get everything here? <laughs> he delivered, he it. delivered it. He delivered it. And yes. basically built, he built the 80-foot bar um, on site. And all the tables. That's fascinating. Okay. This table, too. This. No, this oh. is the only uh, thing that's not. Live Oak. From Canada. From Toronto. Okay. Nice. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then who do you use for, um, obviously, you have a distributor for the alcohol, but, like, do you work with, I don't know. And like local restaurants or say like Buteras for pizza or like any or is it all just you you just get what you can when you can and you just knock it out right okay right so something that we I feel I mean I don't know if we started it but something we're pretty good at is we do a lot of pop-ups pop-up restaurants oh um, nice okay that was like a huge still is yep. a huge hit for us um we tried to do one once a month so we did uh, just off the top of my head um so we've done C bar that was Phenomenal. So after they closed, one more round. That was with that Mike was, A. With Mike A. Nice. Okay. Um, Osteria, 166, Italian. That was huge. Done stuff with um, the West Side Bazaar. Oh, okay. Very nice. So did they come um, here and set up? Yeah. Yep. They ran out. Give them our kitchen. Give them the whole kitchen. Wow. Yep. One uh, night Amy. only. Yep. Yep. Amy's Place. Amy's Place before vegan. they closed. Um, yeah, we love pop-ups. Keeps it fun. So do you do wine pairings or anything like that to tie in the wine with the food or so how we, does that? We have. We have. We don't because we feel like it's sort of bougie and like playing into that whole sure. wine bar. It's kind of right. against what we are. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good enough. So what's your mission statement? Like what do you want people to know you as outside of just like relive your Fred days or like constant <laughs> no, Fred fest? Um, like- <laughs> I don't know. That's a really interesting question because I feel like the answer is changed 
since we've opened. Um, so we'll start in the beginning and then we'll touch on where it is now. I feel like uh, I feel like a community place. I mean, a place where you can come and it supports the community, hence our partnerships with other pop-ups and restaurants. And we've done a lot of uh, partnerships with like local craft places and giving them a space um, and that casualness where you can just go grab a table, be with your family and friends, not feel pressured by a server, not feel, you know, like just uh, a place to gather, I guess, a community gathering. Yeah. Place. Yeah. There's, there's it's no kind of what we set out to create. There's um, no pressure to, to leave your table. Like at restaurants, like you, you want to flip the table for the next customer. Right. We don't, there's no one coming up to your table to tell you to leave. So you can stay as long as you want, grab another bottle or stay as short as you want, I guess. But it's super interesting because you walk in here and it is a different vibe than what you expect. You have we got to talk about alchemy and why you chose that name as well. But when you think of a wine bar or something along those lines, it screams, it's going to be filled with sommeliers and they're all going to be like, yeah, white Mm -hmm. tablecloths, tie and all that stuff. But it's not that environment here. Yeah. And you're going to feel, um, intimidated. Right. Exactly. Some long list of things that you can't read. Sure. You can't pronounce. So what was the reasoning behind the name of the place? Is there a story behind that at all? Um, it just stuck out. Okay. Um, I mean, alchemy, alchemists, you know, it's the science, you know, science background and kind of like, what is the, what's the fable turning like water to gold yeah. or something like that in mid- medieval like turning times. elements into. Elements into other elements. So it has. A better element. It has, you know, meaning in terms of wine, the chemistry and alchemy behind wine. Um, it's a little and magical. Your, and your logo is amazing. So where did, the, what's the story behind your logo as well? just i don't know i just drew it one day i love to draw okay um and i don't know you think it's amazing yeah i think it's so simple it is but it's unique like most people that's their first thing that they're going to think of is the logo yeah you know and there's there's other places where it'll be an animal or it's it's two wine glasses clinging yeah or you know what i mean like it's listen don't make fun of our logo (laughs) so it's you know what i mean like it's that's kind of your first staple uh well started with an a you know, yep. the triangle. Yep. And then I feel like so many logos just have the circle around them. I don't know. Layers. I never layers. really thought of it yeah. that way. It kind of yeah. just became. And then we had that cool neon sign made that flume place down in Flex Loom. Flex Loom that's been there forever in downtown Buffalo. It's like a real old school place. You have to like ring the bell to go upstairs, to like mm-hmm. them to let you in their office. We went, we totally non appointment. Just went in. <laughs> Yeah, and we're like, can we sit down? Yeah, yeah. they're like, <laughs> can you draw us? Do we need here? Yeah, yeah. And they made it for us. We learned so much. So we, so we much. don't, I mean, this is our first venture into business, and we learned so much about everything. Like, yeah, the world. So much. Right. I mean. Yeah, like codes, regulations, licensing, permits, license. HR, yeah. payroll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Taxes. Oh, taxes. <laughs> it's just gotten super big. <laughs> They're due all the time. Yeah. And if you don't pay they them on time, yesterday. you get fined. Yeah, so how's that work? Is it just, so it's not a once a year thing? It's like every quarter you have to submit X, so that way yeah. things are on the up and up. By the time end of year, it all makes sense, and there's like a paper trail, and it's yeah. all, that's. She does all that. Yeah, I was going to say. That's, quarterly taxes. The way to go. Quarterly taxes are the way to go. Yeah. I like you don't that. want to be surprised by some that right. you can't you can't pay. Right. So she also has a degree in business too. Oh, okay, there so. you go. And yes. Italian. Yeah. So you have a bachelor. So is it a, is it a major or minor or no. is it major major? Two ba- Yeah, two bachelors. Yeah. All right. Me too. Then. Yeah. We we literally picked <laughs> I mean, the easiest degrees in all of college. I, I mean, went, at least you used I your degree. I went to we Fredonia not, so. for communications. I, th- I think I went. She's our, <laughs> she's our marketing <laughs> manager. There you go. Marketing and advertising. But there's a lot to communication. Of course. Yeah. And you got to be bubbly about it. You know, like if you're not bubbly, then you're not going to work out well in communications because if you can't speak, then what are you doing? Right. Yeah. We went to school for criminal justice, so we're podcasding now. But anyway, yeah. Um, <laughs> Just trying to pick your wine brain even more. We've interviewed local wineries. First, do you have any local wines in your store at all? A few. Okay. Um, mainly Finger Lakes. Gotcha. But yeah. it's mostly through the distributor, you said? Yeah, yeah, we don't do any, like, not direct distribution. Direct buys, no. Gotcha. Okay. Um, 
But yeah, just what the finger like. Finger likes Rieslings. Sure. So, what is your ideal type of wine? Like, what region is it from? Okay, so that's so what we want like and what she the got customer super likes. Right now. That was great. <laughs> Good question. Because it's changed since yeah. we opened. When we first opened, I mean, we had we changed a lot of things, but the customers like Riesling, Chardonnay, Pinot Grigio. They don't like Chenin. Vionnet, Gruner, Beaujolais, and Beaujolais, like for example. Mm-hmm. So, if if they don't know what it is, they're not going to buy it because there's nobody there standing next to you explaining it. So you, we kind of had to change our model. Sure. So we just so the difference between like us and a liquor store, we don't sell the same uh, wines that they have, like like Barefoot, mm-hmm. um, Relax Riesling. Like we we don't have the same quality of wines ours are all um from small family run um vineyards and they're all small batch Mm -hmm. like really high quality boutique boutique wines so we just tried to elevate the pinot grigio from what you get at the liquor store to what you get here sure are there flight options for wines like can you get try a different type of oh boy i'm in trouble yeah drink all the wines for sure (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so much grape juice. Because there's a lot of wines that people just don't understand. Mm-hmm. And if you have that flight option, then you can be able to try and figure out what you like. Yep. So what are what are the flight options? You yeah. choose four of them? or It's yeah. choose three. Okay. Yep, choose three for $15, and it's all of our wines by the glass. And there's um, about eight reds and maybe five or six whites. You could switch two reds, one white. All reds, all whites, whatever you'd like. Okay. Yeah, and by then, the glass, we always make sure to try to have at least one or two what, you know, I guess the general public would consider funky wines, things that they might not be, might they would never pick off the shelf themselves. True. Um, and we have amazing bartenders. They're so knowledgeable, and they love wine, and they're passionate about it. Um, and they're always pouring people things that they might not pick themselves. Mm-hmm. I think that's what a wine bar, what a good wine bar is. Absolutely. Yeah. Is something that's going to get you to try something that you wouldn't select um, and to open your mind a little bit to the world of wine because it's so deep mm-hmm. um, and you just don't know what you don't know. I mean, I, we we're trying and learning different things every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're even in the business, and I mean, you, you could you could never taste all the wines they say, in the world, even if you tried. They say don't drink the same bottle twice. Yeah, never drink it twice. Yeah, never drink the same wine twice. Well, I failed. So, <laughs> what is the standard pour for a flight? Um, because, or even a tasting, just because there's always one specific place that's outside of New York State. Um, it was actually in Maine. We went to it was like a Mediterranean feel wine bar swung in there and they had it was like a five and a half to six ounce pour for their tasting of four different wines i mean that's a, a three glass. ounce pour is yeah. right a, a so and that like stood out where i was like you're not going to get that everywhere like some yeah. people do like a half ounce pour and it's just enough to just have your body acknowledge that there's something wet inside your mouth like right, it's not yeah. you know what i mean so is there we do, a range that you typically shoot for yeah we do three ounce, ounce. Okay. Three ounce pours. But of course, like we don't have, taste. we don't have the toppers, you know, like it's, mm-hmm. it's you just can't measure it. It's all by no. eye. No. Yeah. Right. So, yes. so yeah. is there a scientific answer to that too, through your sommelier knowledge of like, what is the b- perfect amount of wine where you can start analyzing it? I don't it's know. We're whiskey guys. So we just do shots. So <laughs> it's just enough. I mean, in the wineries, the it's one to two ounces. Like when you're going to a winery and you're tasting their wine, it's going to be. One, two ounces. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because you need to have enough to move it, mm-hmm. which all that is doing is exp- expanding all the flavor or the, right. the smells, right? Mm-hmm. Just moving it all around. But it's also just seeing the body of the wine, too. like The legs. The legs. Yes, you know your I stuff. I don't even know what that means. The legs. The legs? The legs. So when you, when you spin it yeah, inside but, the glass. But what does that mean? And then you, watch it, you watch it fall. What? Oil, I think. Yeah, and then you just watch it fall off the glass. So that's, that's, I thought of it, the I body. think, it's the tannins in it, like the structure of it. It's the body. It's the legs. Legs. Oil is in whiskey. The legs it's is, only not, reason why I'm is definitely that. like not. Yeah. It's, it's not like, really. That's like, like a made up. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Um, but it's a full experience. But it's, and we're all out here living our best life. <laughs> we're trying. Best life. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Just, just swinging it. So. <laughs> So let's get into the renovations of the um, of the entire building and what it was before it is what it is now. Because obviously it's stunning. There's a lot of art all over the place. It's very 
open and light and communal mm-hmm. and communal yeah so what was it before like when you first walked in the door what what did it look like oh god it's <laughs> no <laughs> like asbestos everywhere yeah no lights no heat so it was a garage i i honestly wish i was a fly on the wall i yeah. i honestly wish i was a, like a fly on the wall because i could just watch you guys walk in and you're like nailed it like <laughs> we're definitely doing what we talked about on the flight home from new orleans <laughs> and cars in it both so it was just like a storage facility well prior to that it was the hamburg sun penny saver distribution center oh no kidding Said big, big Way years before. Oh, big rolls, back. Yeah. big rolls of paper. And wow, we should take photos of this because I don't know if the camera will do it justice. Um, yeah, if we're allowed, was, we'll see. It was, it was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, was, my husband has the vision, though. That, I mean, that's what he does. So he, he's the chip he gains of the he whole thing. Totally see it. I'm like, I don't, I don't see anything. I, I, I can't see anything. So, yeah, we drew it one night. Yeah, we were sitting at your kitchen table. Is that the original wall? Yeah. There? Yes. That's so cool. Yep. The whole thing was brick. None of this was here. Um, we built that portion and mm-hmm. some storage. But this is really all. What you see is what you get here. There's not really back a house. Oh, okay. There's cool. really just a dish pit and a little bit of storage. Yeah. But like a walk-in closet type situation. It's all out here. It's 20, we gave it all to the space. It's 2,500 so. square feet. Okay. Out here on the floor, and we can we can sit uh, seat uh, seventy five. So where do you store like food and obviously cases of wine are just kind of like stuck in cases of wine are upstairs. Okay, which hindsight horrible idea. Yeah, but we got really really strong, and then the staff <laughs> got really really strong. We had to carry all the those second cases year. upstairs. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. It, they're heavy. You're, I think they're like twenty five either. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's either. Yeah. 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 Um, well. We got the proposed to dig a cellar. Yeah, they proposed to dig a cellar under the underground, and like the door would. Lift it was going to cost okay. like way too much money. Yeah, it was just an. So, how was the town throughout this process? Like the town of Hamburg, I'm sure was like, "Wow, that's a really cool idea." Now let's get into the down and dirty of how to actually make this happen. Were they cooperative, or was it like a blast of information that you knew was going to happen, but at the same point you didn't realize the overall encompassing amount of work that had to go into it, like? How was that transition? The town's fine. Um, <laughs> they're yeah. like really nice people. The SLA was more difficult. State Liquor Authority. Okay. It's hard. Yeah. It's, it's, we, not, um, it's, it's hard to get your license. Yeah. So when you're up for, we, we didn't know, um, this is something that we learned. When you're up for your liquor license, yes, for retail, um, which we actually, we used to run a little retail shop um, too. You so, have to. So when you're drinking in here, you can only drink in here. Like, you can't take this to go. That was my question. You can take it corked. Yeah, so if it's unopened and you just come in, you're like, I love this wine, can I buy it and leave? Right now you can because of 2020 and where where we are. Right, but before you can't. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so we actually had a small wine shop where you could do just that, where you could take it to go unopened. Where's Um, that at? It was right here behind these smoke walls. We turned it into storage because this side of the business was... Oh. We needed the yeah, storage it was just more. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, navigating the state liquor authority and licensing was was a huge learning lesson. So apparently in the village of Hamburg within a five mile radius, there's already too many retail retail liquor licenses out there. Yeah. And they didn't want to issue another one because there's so many. Yeah. So as a license holder, you have the right to petition to petition okay. anyone else who's gonna get a license in your in your turf which we ran into mm-hmm. with yeah. with somebody else so you're on okay. your turf so yep. um some people did and then we just had to go we had to go to court well we to like on camera in front of the sla panel and some really scary people from albany and it was fine we got it we got our license but it was a learning experience but like what well, like i said before like uh, what we what the legs we stood on where we don't sell the same kind yeah. of wines none of the same wines that they sell at the liquor store so technically we aren't competition sure and the price points way different mm-hmm. so wow okay so, so they granted uh, us our license yeah wow that's fascinating that hamburg is such a growing spot like town area so I'm sure that they've run into that problems 
probably more than once where there's just way too many licenses in the area. I, I have a proposal for the town or the village of Hamburg. Perfect. Would anyone ever consider open containers? So, like they have in East Aurora? Yeah. Um, that would be amazing. So I'm from Hamburg. I'm all in. Like, that would be great. <laughs> Who do we talk to? Yeah, that's the question. Because there was a, that was a proposal in East Aurora was some outsider went to East Aurora's town board and proposed eliminating that, oh. like, law. And they literally, literally got laughed out. The, like, the board laughed at them and said, go away. You're wasting our time. It's never going to change. Like, so I feel like it would almost be the adverse effect here where it's just been status quo for so long, it's probably going to be extremely difficult to change it over. Should I start an online petition? Sure, I'll sign it. I will sign it. I don't know where these petitions go. I mean, if you really think about it, (laughs) it it definitely does make sense. As long as your drink is consumed before you enter an establishment that doesn't have a license, then what would be the problem? Like, crush your beer and then go to the palace and see a movie. You know what I mean? Love it. Like, I don't, I don't know what the problem would be. And then crush your beer on your, on your ready Gutierrez, have some pizza, crush more beer there that they made, and then just travel down Main Street and go to the next place. I love, I'm so glad we picked Hamburg. Like, I love how it's such a walkable community. Mm-hmm. And with we have the sidewalk that goes out to the municipal lot. I mean, on Friday and Saturday nights, it's, it's so fun. People just bar hop from Gutierrez to the Grange to Alchemy. Um, and then what's the late night? We're usually the last late night stop. Yeah. Um, Where all the girls are. We come, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> we come like the industry spot because a lot of the other restaurants close and then their staff oh, okay. will come here. Yeah, so what are your hours? Like, when do you guys close? Midnight so, or one-ish. There. Yeah, okay, so you, you basically call Sonny's down in Fredonia like, you guys still open or what's up? Because I'll close. Yeah. Yeah. We're not your 4 a.m. place. <laughs> no. We're not doing no, that. No, but we're, if we sit our... We don't sell liquor, so... Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's such a blessing. There's oh no God. shots here. No shots. Okay. Um, beer and wine. Nobody shotguns beers. Right. It's beautiful. Yeah. But we do sit by the fire at the end of the night, and then, I mean, sometimes I look at my watch, it's like 2 a.m., but... Yeah, so your outdoor space, let's definitely talk about that. It's, it's stunning from what I've seen. Um, but what was that process? Because um, is that a different aspect to, um, I don't like, legally, I guess, to have a permit where you're, is that, is that also your property so it's okay? Or it's because it's outside a threshold of a door, then your license has to be certain or your permit it's has to be different? In. It's fenced in, so it's licensed. But, yeah, it's a separate certificate of occupancy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So someone from inside can also go over there and drink mm-hmm. because there's yeah, it's um, all one space. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is twenty five hundred square feet inside, and the patio is a thousand square feet. And then you have fireplaces, tables, chairs, yep. and then heaters when needed. Yep. So we can fit um, thirty five outside, and then seventy five inside. Wow. So imagine like on a Friday night, seventy, we're rocking like mm-hmm. yeah. So we, along with our husbands, laid that courtyard on the fourth of July. On the fourth of July. Freedom. Never forget it. It was so hot. <laughs> Sweat so much. Right. It yeah, was I'm a lot sure, of work. I'm sure there's 4,000 trips to Home Depot involved in all these stories. It was a lot of work. Late, and all the gardens. So we, I mean, that's what we're really known for in the summertime is the patio. I mean, that's what people come here mm-hmm. for. It's, I mean, everyone seeks patio. But in Hamburg, like, I, I actually think, is it fair to say we're the largest patio in the, in the village of Hamburg? Well, how many are there, too? Yeah. I mean, you have, I think, Spot has an outdoor spot. Spot Coffee, you guys. Um, the I can't remember Grange, what it is now. The, uh, Tina's Italian Kitchen, whatever Grange, it is Grange. now. Grant, yeah, they have like that small little strip. Mm-hmm. And I think Coyote Cafe has a small strip outside, if mm-hmm. that. I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. But your atmosphere, it's totally different compared to them. Yeah. So, yeah, so the garage, there's two garage doors. Both garage doors go up, music's mm-hmm. up. And then, I mean, we have Sonos speakers, too, and we blast whatever we feel like that day. This is amazing. Could be Beyonce. Could be... What? I don't like Beyonce. <laughs> Speak for yourself. What about Dean Martin and Mar- Frank Sinatra? Because of that or what? My favorite. Perfect. My See, favorite. we'll talk. Er- like earlier stuff. today, we had Creed on. <laughs> nice. And we were, we were dancing to Marilyn Manson on Saturday. Oh, and Papa Roach. Papa Roach. Um, Marilyn Manson. Yeah. So whatever you really want. This is amazing. Part about owning business. Right. This is amazing. The wine bar that plays Creed. Yeah, yeah. And Beyonce. <laughs> All in And our day. favorite, favorite station on Spotify is Hip Hop Barbecue. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. 
All it's right. a good one. Yeah, absolutely. So we got to talk about this little cartoon that you got here too. What's oh, the story sure. behind this? Because uh, it's so for everybody that doesn't know, it's a cartoon by Matt Bartone, and it says, "Wow, it's beautiful!" with two kids peering over a fence, <sighs> looking at alchemy. So, well, what's the story behind this, and, and what kind of attention has this brought to you guys? Is that a loaded question? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll start slow. So we commissioned this wonderful artist whom did that picture right there. His name is Chuck Tingley, if you've heard of him, from Buffalo. He's awesome. Yeah, he's the man. Beautiful, beautiful work. He came up with the idea of the picture and drew it. Was it acrylics? I think. On, uh, on the brick outside. And spray paint. He does use a lot of different mediums. So it's a massive mural. Mm-hmm. It's a gigantic mural. Uh, the entire backside of our building, um, which was part of our, it was part of our build out. We knew we wanted some community art, something that Hamburg didn't have at the time. Um, and we love that. In our travels, it's... It's everywhere. Know, it's everywhere, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I thought it would be amazing to bring to Hamburg. Um, so we thought it was worth the investment, worth the money. Um, and then I think it was two days before he was going to finish the project. This the, How long did this take? Maybe two weeks? No, like a month. He was on Three that weeks. scaffolding for a month. Yeah, yeah. From, that's true. From Because they take a projector and they projects the at image. Night. And at night. It. Yeah, so even all, a lot of the prep work and stuff. So yeah, almost a month this project was going on in a few days before its completion our neighbor uh, decided to tell us in the parking lot that she was constructing a fence offenses are six feet tall but they're already three feet above that gotcha so it's a nine foot tall fence yeah so it ended up being nine feet because there's a sidewalk and a mm. drop off what there. was your intent for that um, she claimed liability. We don't really know because she was actually just came up in the parking lot and started yelling at us. We actually never even met her up until that point. So it was very sure. interesting uh, introduction. So our response was, hi, my name's Nicole. <laughs> nice to meet you. The, the mural um, brought a lot of attention, as you can imagine. Yeah. I actually just read in the Hamburg Sun that they're, um, they're going to be doing, uh, redoing the laws around murals because there were never any and we were the first ones to do it so i guess they're gonna redo the the rules so that's good um so it it became like a war it became like a a a a lot are we (laughs) able to discuss what it was what the The mural oh yeah it's a beautiful it's still there Right, but yeah. for those out of state listening, oh, who yeah, have no sure. clue about it's, anything, um, so it's like a, a goddess, a, a wine goddess. Okay. She, um, she's mixed race. Um, I don't somebody know what you would could be see from some the world. Oh, it's not. Okay. Um, I mean, in our opinion, it's sure. not mixed race. I guess could be controversial depending on who you are as a person. But it's a beautiful mural. Um, yeah, and it's a month's she's like worth a of wine work. goddess. You know, beautiful portrait. We think it's awesome. Um, but it drew a lot of attention, and a lot of people lot came of to see the work being done over the first uh, over that month, and um, a lot of people were standing on her property, which it's her it's private property. You're sure. not allowed to stand sure. on it. So um, I think she was worried about people falling, getting hurt, mm-hmm. you know, injury on her property, which and then she would be liable. So. Which is understandable. Yeah, it is. liability, hundred mm-hmm. percent. You know, it is. This is it's her property. No one's arguing property rights mm-hmm. in America. Would you ever take um, a mural and bring it inside here somewhere? Like I see a nice so big white wall there. It was meant for public art. It doesn't say yeah. our name oh, on okay. it or anything. It was just we just tried to bring a piece of public art sure. to Hamburg, the first piece. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have this artist pieces mm-hmm. in the build inside. Um, so, but that just like wasn't the goal. Sure. Yeah, we we um, attempted, and so the community also attempted. It seemed to draw a huge divide in the community of pro fence, you mm-hmm. know, or you're being an asshole. Right. Don't put this fence up. Sure. Type of divide, and people even went to the extent of you know architects trying to they, they would draw other solutions. 
and presented other drawings and other things that you could put up instead of a nine foot wooden fence. Interesting. Which, yeah, but all that was denied. So. Yeah, so it was all denied. Went it up with a nine foot fence and a cartoon, which led you onto radio shows and all different sorts of platforms to discuss the controversy. Mm-hmm. It was just a really expensive. It wasn't a mistake at the time, but we didn't have a lot of money. We were down to like our last pennies, but it was a five thousand dollar mural, mm-hmm. and right. we could have got an electric, you know, a dishwasher, but we ended up having to get a three-bay sink and having the dishwasher wash them by hand. Sure. We could have used that money for many other things mm-hmm. if it was just going to be covered up. Right. It's frustrating. Yeah, so it was frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. And for the artist, we just felt heartbroken for the artist. Right. Yeah. yeah. But at the time, yeah. it was really um, right before we were going to be opening. It was weeks we're talking a few weeks to opening the door so it's just sucked a lot of negative energy so honestly we removed ourselves you know from it Mm -hmm. i think we might have made one comment about it and that was it that's it you know and it's not something that we really like like to talk about that much um but honestly two and a half years later people still come in all the time asking about the mural asking to see it so it's still there yeah so what's next for your spot here? What's the next step that you guys want to do? Are you looking to... Well, they're getting a dishwasher. Yeah. <laughs> Are you looking to expand at all? Are you looking to get level two sommelier? Like what, oh my what would God, you like no. to do? He probably... <laughs> Are you serious, Derek? <laughs> so, okay. So to get to these other levels of sommelier, you literally have to... Well, this is fourth level sommelier. You have to sm- smell a wine, taste a wine, and be able to say what winery it came from. Down to the vineyard. What? Not just the country. Not just the variety of grape. That's like a level four. The actual winery. That's yeah, level four. Still. But it gets oh, so crazy still? intense that, I don't know. Nobody, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so <laughs> Also, something that happened to us over the course of the last two years, we started with one child between the two of us, her child, and now we have five children. Right. So life picked up, right? Right. Because your husbands are like, there's a legacy that needs to be left here. So we can't just be focusing on life. Right. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Goodness. Yeah. So we have, uh, we have five kids under the age of four. Oh my gosh. Wow. So I found out on opening day, August 9th her opening day I wasn't feeling well and I'm like I don't know something's wrong she's like you're nervous like it's opening day like I'm not I don't get nervous I used to be on the news like I, I'm not a nervous person I, I think I'm gonna throw up she's like oh my god so someone convinced me to go to Rite Aid get a pregnancy test go in the bath come back go in the bathroom here in front of all of our friends and family for opening night and I came out and I'm like waving it she's waving the pregnancy pregnant. test right here right here so then I accidentally so got pregnant 13 months later on our next day, anniversary of the place. So I haven't been able to drink at my own bar for two years. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, literally, then three months after she announced her pregnancy of her first child, I, but I was expecting her, my second. How did Boy. you guys handle the maternity leave? Because there's we work to do. We were three months do. apart. Always three months apart. Three months apart. But it keeps going. <laughs> and then she found out she was having her second child 13 months later. Conceived on the, our anniversary. Probably. Burger Fest. Burger Fest. Burger Fest, baby. <laughs> oh, my so God. So is that the most Hamburg thing you've ever <laughs> oh heard? <laughs> Can't believe I just admitted that. <laughs> and then... Yeah. Uh, and then three months after that, I found out I was expecting my daughter, who's now four months old. So we, two pregnancies back-to-back have been three months apart for both of us. So we literally gosh. have never been able to drink together up until, what, three months ago? At our own At bar. our own wine bar. <laughs> up until three months ago. That's insane. Mm-hmm. It's like the biggest joke. It's so Everyone fun. knows. Everyone that comes in, all of our regulars, it's like, oh, my God. Don't drink the wine. Behind, yeah, don't drink the wine. <laughs> Why is that lady nine months pregnant behind the bar? Go sit down. Everyone again. Please go sit down. Like again. <laughs> Two years. Over and over and over. 
So wow. that's why we haven't really worked that much yeah. and why we don't carry the 25-pound cases of wine up the stairs right. anymore. So our, uh, our friend Kelsey, who helped us study and taste, taught us a very valuable lesson of spitting the wine. Mm-hmm. Because we would have never been able to buy during two pregnancies. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Not being able to drink. So that was an interesting, that kind of honed our skill there, I guess. It's all coming full circle. Couldn't drink. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Mm-hmm. So you guys have been officially opened how long? That's two, two, and, a two and a half years. Two and a half years. Yeah, two and a half. It's and going great. It's so much fun. Yeah. The event space in the back. So we have birthday parties, bridal showers, and baby showers every Saturday or Sunday from like May to September. It's the best space wow. to host a party mm-hmm. outside. It, it's so much fun. Sure. So outside of events, you can also, of course, you can host a party for the event and then are there also memberships that someone can be a part of or like a VIP club or not like a locker per se but different perks to hang out with you two and get in get on the inside yeah yeah our STEM club um it's just like a number it's kind of just like a mug club at a brewery okay so you got a STEM it's a different STEM than our our everyday glasses um and a number and you get discounts for every pour. 20, 20% off your first bottle of wine. Yeah, a dollar off every class pour. Every time you come in, no, no limit. Um, yeah, we have a lot of regulars that love their STEM club glass. That's amazing. Yeah. And how many members do you have to date? We have 150 on that wall, and maybe wow. two-thirds of them or so yeah. are sold currently. Wow. Good yeah. for you guys. So That's awesome. amazing. Congrats. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's super exciting. Yeah. It's people that love wine and... Um, yeah, a lot of them are locals, people that walk here, and it's, we're part of their, which I feel so honored, They're, we're part of their, like, weekly weekly thing. Yeah, like their routine. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm going to swing yeah. over there and get some wine, and yeah, that's yeah. that's awesome. But you a- you asked earlier, a real question, and I sidetracked, I'm sorry, was what's next? Yeah. And that's what, so that's what we're taking our time, like, right now, talking about, like, what's next. And I think that's going to be my Instagram post next week. Oh, I'm going to ask the public what they think should be next. Yeah, oh, sweet. So we mentioned how we love to play Shark Tank. Like, we would get drunk. Like, we're such losers that we would play Shark Tank. We would get drunk and be like, pitch me. What? Like, what do you mean? Okay. And like, I would know exactly what she meant if she said that to me. I'd That's be like, amazing. Okay, business idea number 35. Uh-huh. Here we go. And then it's like, No. And then be like, and, and for it, that reason, I'm out. And I'm out. Yeah. So we would just like, just beat each other down for why our businesses were so stupid until this one. Until um, this one. So we still play that game often. So have there been <laughs> any other legitimate business ideas besides a wine bar that you two were actually thinking about? A place to buy a hamburger. <laughs> no. Offer wings, chicken wings. <laughs> oh can't God. find those anywhere. Of people that ask us if we have chicken wings. Nope. I mean, so one thing that's on the table, and and I, and I welcome a a vote. A, Between the four of us, text, let's change the world. Whatever. What do we got? We just have a wine and beer license, and it's going just fine. Like, no problems. But should we? Could we handle liquor? Should we get a liquor license? Should we offer? Whiskey, yeah. vodka, I don't know. Yeah, limited spirits. I personally, for me, I feel it would bring that 80-20 divide of females-males closer to that 50-50 mark. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I would like to think that we're pretty sophisticated over here on the Buffalo Happy Hour side. And we enjoy wines. But not every male enjoys sitting down and picking out a bottle of wine that is specific. You have the beer over there, absolutely. Yeah. Um, which is a, an amazing addition. I feel like that whiskey or any type of spirits could bring a different clientele in. Yeah. But there, you run that risk of bringing too much of that different clientele in and then it becoming a clubby place, which... Sure. Yeah. My, my initial instinct is no. Mm-hmm. It always has Mine been too. as well. Like, this, it's just... Like, it's wh- elegant here. Like, it's, it's super nice, it's cozy, but it's elegant and it's got the right feel of... I'm going to dress up have a decent outfit. I'm going to go to my spot 
and I'm going to have what I'm used to and, and enjoy, and I don't have to worry about the guys in the corner just like shot glass, shot glass, or just like another cocktail, mm-hmm. another cocktail. It's like, dude, just relax and mm-hmm. have a glass of wine and just talk. Like, there's so much more yeah. that can exist. I, I don't know. My initial gut is no. So funny. Like, it just, it. it just brought me back to when we were applying for a loan. We need, we obviously needed to take a loan from mm-hmm. the bank to to finance yeah what was that like was you like sweating the whole time like oh my goodness i, mean, I can't ex- oh when the first bank <laughs> you're like there's how many commas <laughs> you know that you are it's bad luck and do not ever pre-buy a bottle of champagne until you know what i'm saying don't yeah. ever like pre-think you're gonna sure get approved get approved right and have a bottle in your car waiting to mm-hmm. pop because that's bad luck it's it's actually bad luck oh yeah I'm a very type A person, so it was really <laughs> funny and, va- and life validating to me. Is helped me get to know myself more when the banker looked at us after they approved our loan and said, "Your business plan was the longest 58 pages business plan for a restaurant and bar that we've ever seen, most thorough that we've ever seen." The marketing was, like, was 28 pages. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. She, yeah, I was so pumped. It's like the, it's a binder. It's she a did three-ring binder. four years of projection, financial projections. Yeah. Good they're for like, you. They're like, what? That's awesome. It's like bars? No. That's just not how it goes. And then they said no. Um, and almost all restaurants and bars. <laughs> and then they said no. You're right. We did get we did. You're like, get, what do you mean? We're covering costs. What do you mean? We did get declined. <laughs> um, but we kept going. Yeah. You know, we kept, yep. we kept searching. Yeah. Um, and rest, it's very difficult to get financing for restaurants and bars. Sure. Very difficult because it's a tough industry. Mm-hmm. So many fail. Mm-hmm. It's Absolutely. hard to prove the case that it's not going to fail. It's a lot of risk from the bank standpoint. Yes. yes. And they, a lot of them didn't think that this, the model, well, no one's ever heard of the model. Yeah. So it was hard for people to wrap their head around. Mm-hmm. All these uncultured swine people yeah. in positions of power. And now you flex on them. You're like, look at us now. We were so proud. So proud. Congrats. That's amazing. Yeah. Thanks. That was cool. Well, anything else you guys want to add about alchemy at all? Any other things that we didn't discuss? Well, we should talk about where people can find you. Mm-hmm. Um, website, social media, and then how to get involved, how to be members. Like, what's what's that whole process like? Well, we okay. We just hit 5,000 followers on Instagram. All yeah. right. Don't. So jealous. <laughs> That's amazing. Huge. It was yes. a huge deal. So you can follow us, um, Alchemy Wine and Beer, on social media. We but had a snowball fight in the courtyard on Saturday when we <laughs> hit it. Yeah, yes. it was awesome. Yeah, it was fun. But our location is a little bit difficult. So our technical mailing address is Buffalo Street, which is which is over there. Yeah. But we don't have a storefront on that side. Our building is a part of 50 Buffalo Street. It's all attached. Mm-hmm. But we're technically on Union Street, just mm-hmm. around the corner. So... Um, but if you park in the municipal lot in the village, um, you can walk up the sidewalk and enter through the side doors. Mm-hmm. Or you can park in our parking lot on Union Street, too. Mm-hmm. Sweet. So, uh, Facebook page or anything? Yeah, Facebook okay. page, Instagram, um, website. Right now, we have an e-commerce site because we're selling wine um, and a lot of gift packages curbside. Mm-hmm. Just given the year mm-hmm. that we're in. Um but yeah, I mean, it's we're a little difficult to find, but in a fun way. I mean, it's a little hidden. You accomplish something when you find it. We're not, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's yeah, kind of the beauty of the fun. village. You know what I mean? Like, what are you going to do? Walk around? So just walk around and find right, wine. You're walking. Mean, who cares? I mean, you're just going to do that anyways. Yeah. yeah. We're not right on Main Street. I mean, but it's a little secret. It's a little tucked away. And same exactly. with the courtyard. It's tucked away. Like you kind of don't even realize that's there if when you walk in here. But if it's summertime, turn around. just listen for the music because mm-hmm. the doors are open and it's yeah. really loud. So. Yeah, these doors are open the second what it, it hits above 50. Mm-hmm. I mean... Degrees. Yeah, 50 <laughs> degrees, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Love the clarification. We, uh, we really like this to feel like an outdoor space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... And also, it's one more thing I want to touch on is, I think maybe you breezed over it, but like the community space, we have, so just last month, we sold 275 tickets to a Make Your Own Wreath event. Really? That, that's a lot of wreaths. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, we're really known for 
the events we do. Sure. Um, there's yeah. tons of different kinds of events, calligraphy events. Partnering with small other small businesses and bringing them along with us is something that was super important to us in the beginning. Um, like I touched on community, not just places just to hang out with your friends and family, but also as a business community mm-hmm. to support each other. We With the pop-ups, the okay. yoga. Yo- I, I mean, do. on Saturdays we yeah. do bar at the bar. and Yep. Oh, sweet. That's yeah, a good idea. Bar at the bar. 50 to 60 women in here doing yoga, Pilates, bar on Saturday mornings. Yeah. When yoga we don't. in the courtyard. Yep. Um, all sorts of just small crafts, artisans, people that, you know, they don't have a brick and mortar. They might have an Etsy mm-hmm. shop, but mm-hmm. they're local and they're important to our business, local business community. And, you know, they do a pop-up on a Friday night or they'll do a, you know, Muse Jar in East Aurora is another one we've partnered with really since for three, the beginning. Yeah, almost. yeah, almost two and a half years. Yep. She, she's done consistently for the past two years a class every single month, all different stuff. Um, so painting, they, painting classes. I mean, oh my god, they so host many. they host the event. They sell the tickets on their sites, mm-hmm. and I just we just reshare them. I mean, oh, okay. really, yeah. all the money goes to them. And we just host the space and ho- give them the table. And, and they drink wine yeah. while they make their crafts. Perfect. Yeah, it's a win-win, and it just yeah. brings other people along with uh, with us. So where can people find those events? Are they posted on your Facebook mm-hmm. page? Okay. Yep, yep, posted on our schedule, posted on the Facebook page. We also have this gigantic chalk wall behind you, mm-hmm. which is normally a calendar. Um, and it's totally full all the time. Full. With all the bands. Every Friday is a different band. Mm-hmm. This is just a sweet spot to come and hang out. Yeah. Yeah, a casual place with no uh, no reservations. Mm-hmm. And not pretentious. Mm-hmm. Which is huge. That's the best part. It's extremely down to earth here. Mm-hmm. Wow. Thanks. Absolutely. No, thank you. Honestly, yeah. it's incredible. And Thanks. your story is awesome. And it's extremely relatable on Thanks. way too many levels. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we are, uh, I don't know, we're just regular people i guess i don't know who just got pregnant and couldn't drink in their own bar for two years <laughs> hey, we love hamburg out. i absolutely love it here yeah it's so great i moved here the year we were opening this place yeah she moved from the north towns to the south towns see that's I'm from move. the south towns and we had a house in the north towns but we were moving yep we moved down here to raise our family and to open to the open bar. this so that was a very busy year absolutely sure. and it definitely worked out mm-hmm. yep Love it. Well, thank you so much, both of you, for being on. We really appreciate it. Everybody, go to Alchemy and grab out some wine. You want to say something? No. Uh, we love all the wine. We love the atmosphere. It's a great place. Go check out Alchemy Wine and Beer on all their social media accounts. And come and just hang out because this is just a sweet place to go, not be judged, and just drink whatever you want because you're just going to have a good time. So thank you guys very much for your time. Thank, we really thank appreciate you. It. Thank you. Time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.